In today's Gospel, here in the first Sunday of Lent, we find Jesus in the desert where he's tempted by the devil. And Jesus goes to the desert for 40 days before he begins his public ministry. So he gets away, he's praying, he's sacrificing, fasting, he's focusing. And one of the reasons that we spend 40 days in Lent and that we try to do things different in our lives in Lent and maybe move away from some of the pleasures that we normally have aren't simply because we're imitating Jesus, though of course we are imitating Jesus, but they're because we're participating with Jesus. We aren't just remembering back to his life. We are, in a sense, through the liturgy and the liturgical year, we're participating in Jesus's life. He's in the desert, and we're in the desert because we are in him. Well, there in the desert, Jesus is tempted, it says, by the devil. And we see these three different temptations that the devil brings before Jesus. Some things that we should mention about temptation. First, we'll talk about Jesus's temptation. Second, we'll talk about avoiding temptation. So, what does it mean in the gospel when it says that Jesus is tempted? Jesus is not tempted in the sense that he really desires the devil's offers, and then he debates the decision back and forth in his head, and then finally he chooses rightly. Now, certainly Jesus does see that the things that are offered to him, food, kingdoms, the ministry of angels, he sees that these are good things. But that doesn't mean that he's enticed to accept them from the devil or to go about obtaining these good things in a way that isn't good or holy or just. So the temptation of Jesus is not really about something happening in him, an interior struggle of good versus evil. No, instead it's something happening to him. The devil is working to make Jesus fail. The devil is trying to tempt Jesus, but it's not tempting Jesus's spirit. So, us, we, we will have temptations until we die. Now, these temptations, while the devil might be tempting us or why while things or others might be tempting us, these actually will appeal to us in our hearts and souls because we are not divine and we are greatly affected by sin. So there will be a temptation from outside of us, but also will be tempted inside of us. Still, the example of Jesus, though there's, though there's differences about his temptations versus ours, it still gives us a great example of how to deal with temptation. First, Jesus deals with temptation quickly. It's much easier for us to resist a sin right at the beginning, to resist a temptation right at the beginning, than after we've already entertained the thought in our head or after we've started down the path of the sin. Second, Jesus knows the scripture and the doctrines of the faith well enough to combat the tests and the lies that are presented to him. Immorality causes many sins. 
but so does ignorance. Third, Jesus knows that just because the things offered to him are good, it doesn't mean necessarily that they're good for him. We must understand that good things, like money or power or pleasure or honor, etc., good things in the wrong way or the wrong amount or at the wrong time are very bad for us. Now in prayer, let's consider what frequently tempts us. And then, let's consider how can we conquer these temptations quickly.